Hey, Rose, do you ever call up Royally Obsessed on Alexa? It's one of the easiest ways to listen to the pod. You can hear our latest episode every week there, thanks to Amazon Music, which has a full catalog of podcasts, including Royally Obsessed. All you have to do is say, Alexa, play Royally Obsessed on Amazon Music. Oh, no, mine is listening to me say that right at this moment. <laughs> a royal reminder, new episodes drop every Thursday. Tune in on Amazon Music. Now on to the show. Please rise for their majesties of Royally Obsessed, the podcast for all things royals. Stand by! Three cheers for Her Majesty the Queen! Hi guys, welcome back to Royally Obsessed. I'm Caitlin Menza. And I'm Lisa Ryan. And it's time for your weekly update on the British royals, even though they're hiding from us in Scotland at the moment. Why didn't they invite us? Not even mad. It's fine. We all need breaks. I'm mad. <laughs> Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. Subscribe to the podcast and leave us the royal rating of a five-star review. We love your reviews. We really do. As uh, long as they're nice. As long as they're nice. Um, <laughs> and, you know, just critical in a pleasant way. Yes, constructive criticism is constructive fine. Constructive criticism is fine. Um, if you have any Royals questions, email them to info at gallerypodcasts.com. Let me spell it out in case they yes, don't know about do. the plural. It's I-N-F-O at sign, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. I believe you get from doing a shift in a two. Yes, nailed it. <laughs> and then P-O-D, no, that's not it, G-A-L-L-E-R-Y-P-O-D-C-A-S-T-S.com. <laughs> So we got a great letter, um, one from a self-declared Roro, which, as I've said in the past, is what my friend Molly calls herself um, as a fan. That She thinks that our fans should be called Roros, um, just saying that she is going to this fan, Jen, with two N's, said that she is going to Windsor, actually, with her husband soon. Um, they're going she's going to London and Windsor. They're going to visit Kensington Palace and Westminster Abbey. They're staying in an Airbnb that's 10 minutes from Windsor Castle, and they can't wait to uh, to see the castle, of course, where the Sussexes were married just a couple of months ago. And, and so, yeah, they're celebrating their anniversary. Yeah. So first of all, happy anniversary. But secondly, um, please let us know what Windsor Castle is like. Yeah. I mean, Lainey described it, but she described it on like the day of the wedding. Yeah. So I wonder what it's like when it's more subdued. And yeah, again, let's go to Windsor. Can someone pay for us to go? <laughs> we'll just we'll meet up with Jen while she's there. Yes. So Jen, please let us know how it is and like tag us at whatever. And we're so excited to see yeah. all of your adventures. Yes. So, you know, as always, reach out to us because we love hearing about your adventures and we love hearing about the UK. Obviously, as you may know, we're Anglophiles. Yeah. A little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. Um, and for this week's episode, we're talking about so many things. Even though they're hiding, we have a lot to talk about. Um, we have the Sussexes hiding with the Clooney's. Hanging out in Italy. Yeah, super casual. It's my favorite gossip story of all time. We have another Chelsea Davy update. Our favorite person. It involves making out. The, que- <laughs> uh, the queen is hiring for a job at Buckingham Palace. And we have some sort of non-stories about Kate and William that of- I will rant about. Of course. Just a tiny bit. It's because it's summer. Yeah, it's summer. I understand. But first, we have this week's Royal Refreshment. And now it's time for the weekly Royal Cocktail. This week's royal refreshment is vodka soda. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what else to so- say about that other than like it is. It is very vodka-y. Um, I have something to say, which is that Lisa concocted this out of the seltzer machine here in our offices. And there's like a coconut flavoring that you can add that it squirts in from the machine. Just chemical coconut. It really gives it a little something. But I did not press coconut. 
<laughs> no, so I don't know how that happened. Oh, okay. Well, it tastes like coconuts to me. It's like a I delicious. Mean, it does, but like the machine also like overflowed and kind of attacked me. So like I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening, but it tastes kind of like sunscreen to me, and I like it actually. Well, what? Caitlin, hold on. What have you been doing lately? Because we had a very special episode last week, and yes. the Royals were all on vacation, which we will of yes. course get into, but. As was I, as was yeah. I. I was um, in Southeast Asia last week drinking a lot of drinks that tasted kind of like coconut and sunscreen as well. Oh, so yes. we're having a very similar time to yes. your Southeast Asia trip. Yeah, and uh, I was 10 hours ahead, so I don't even know what planet I'm on. I only got back yesterday, two she's days ago. She's extremely jet-lagged, but she's glowing from all the sun she got. Thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, so this should be a really wacky episode. What, Meanwhile. What have you been up to while I was away? I've been watching To All the Boys I've Loved Before oh. on Netflix on repeat. It's just so good. It's just like purely joyful and delightful. And I hope that everyone listening has either watched it or will watch it because I don't know it I mean if the idea of like a teen rom-com doesn't really appeal to you it's so much more than that like it's just mm. it's so wonderful yes um so for this week's episode sorry we have to set aside our Netflix picks <laughs> and this week in royal history and now this week in royal history we have Princess Margaret's birthday now hopefully you listened to last week's episode because it's one of my favorites that we've ever done. We had Craig Brown on who wrote um, the most recent biography on Princess Margaret. So we did a lot of Princess Margaret last week. Yeah, so we can briefly go through her life, but really we can't say anything more than he said. He's an actual expert. And so please, please, please listen to last week's episode, not only to hear Craig Brown, but also to hear Lainey of Lainey Gossip tell us like, everything about being royal and also uh, what it's like to be at a dinner party with Meghan Markle because she was at one. Extremely casual. We'll actually get to Lainey in a little bit. Yes. Um, as a matter of fact, but so Princess Margaret was born um, August 21st, 1930, the second daughter of King George VI and Lady Elizabeth Bowes Lyon, um, the younger sister of Queen Elizabeth II, of course. Um, she was six when her grandfather passed away and her uncle became king and then of course 11 months later he abdicated and her dad became the king yes so she was really running buckingham palace by age seven pretty much yeah casual (laughs) um her father passed away when she was 22 and a year later um she was proposed to by peter townsend the kind of scandalous the scandalous divorcee who's a lot older than her and maybe they were hooking up when she was a teen yeah slightly implied in uh in craig's book for sure yeah um so yeah that was most of the major major events of margaret's life happened by the time she was 23 yeah and then uh in 1960 she announced her engagement to anthony armstrong jones Mm -hmm. and then that marriage lasted for a while wasn't perfect not perfect nothing in life is perfect but this was very not perfect like yeah You know, as we'll soon see on this upcoming season of The Crown whenever they decide to premiere, which we hope is soon. Um, So, yeah, that's um, that's the skim version of Princess Margaret's life. She passed away in 2002 um, on February 9th. And we love her. We love we love Princess Margaret. She's here at Royally Obsessed and the the culture at large loves Princess Margaret. So, again, please listen to last week's episode because you will hear everything you need to know about her and then go buy Craig's book. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, so that's actually a great transition into Lainey. So as we said, we had uh, Lainey Louie on the episode uh, last week, and she gave us my most favorite news story for this week. Yes. So please. Okay. So we were seeing reports, even things that like 
uh, some of our listeners flagged to us on Twitter and stuff that maybe Megan was in Toronto or going to Toronto. And then there were also reports that maybe she was going to Los Angeles. But it turns out everyone's wrong because you want to know where Meghan Markle was this weekend. The best place on planet Earth. Lake Como. Yeah. Not just any Lake Como, though all of it is beautiful up there, but at the Clooney compound. Yeah. Hanging out with them. Yeah. So... I don't completely grasp the connection of this relationship, um, this friendship here. I remember, obviously, that George and Amal were at the wedding in May. And that George was serving his tequila, Casamigos, at the uh, private reception. Yeah, I said at the time that I found that a wee trashy. (laughs) Spawncon wedding. Yeah, like, it's just, I mean, George, you're above this. Um, But that said, I hope a lot of tequila was consumed uh, on this little trip. Yeah, and so... I read the Daily Mail report about this as well because, you know, of course, the British tabloids were all over this after it was revealed, which I first learned from Lainey. Um, But I looked at the Daily Mail post and they said that, like, at one point, uh, George and Prince Harry went off to go play basketball and Meghan was helping look after the kids because, you know, obviously George and Amal have twins, Ella and Alexander. Mm -hmm. And that's just so normal. I mean, first of all, can you imagine George Clooney and Prince William playing basketball together? Sorry, Harry. (laughs) <laughs> I can't imagine it with William either. No, no. <laughs> Prince Harry. It's a little easier with Harry. But I do love that image. And then the ladies stay behind to, do, to gossip and watch the babies. Yeah, but also you know? probably talk about like women's rights and Definitely. world affairs. And yes. also the Daily Mail article said that there was a gala dinner of 15 people one night and that they partied until the wee hours of the morning. And, oh, God. Like, who were these 15 people? Was it Cindy Crawford and... um. Oh my God, Randy Gerber. Gerber. Yeah, Randy yeah. Gerber. Yeah. Or John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. They love them. Oh my gosh. Maybe Meryl. How do we get in with these people? I just want to know more about it. I just want photos. I'm not saying I have to be invited. I just want to know every single thing about it. That's all. Can I tell you? So back to Netflix. I'm very happy. <laughs> I'm very happy with my decision to watch that movie. And like I had family in town last weekend too. But I'm extremely jealous that my two my two closest women, my two closest friends, yes. Caitlin. And Meghan Markle were (laughs) off having amazing vacations. And I was just stuck. I mean, albeit stuck in New York City, but stuck in like the town where I live. And, you know, I know everyone else is in Balmoral or doing something amazing. Yeah, it's just not fair. It's a treacherous time to be on Instagram. I will give you that. Though I'm the one adding to that. So sorry. Not <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Um, no. Oh my God, Caitlin's my enemy. <laughs> Everything has flipped. Nothing is the same. Um, but yeah, so that, what a, just what a gossip, like what a moment. What an incredible break for all these tabloids. Again, you thought it would be really quiet in August, but no, surprise, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry are hanging out with the Clooney's. Super casual in how, Italy. How are there no pictures? Drinking Aperol spritzes probably. Well, Casamigos. Maybe with some Casamigos. I'm sure they like do the opening drink in Casamigos (laughs) and then it's just Avril spritzes and wine the rest of the time. Yeah. We know how Meghan Markle loves Italian reds. You think they didn't have Tignan Yellow waiting at the door? Oh, wait, hold on. Before we go any further, speaking of us not being able to pronounce Mm -hmm. this wine. Oh, yes. yes, Please. We wanted to clear the air because... You know, here on Royally Obsessed, uh, I'm Canadian American. You are full on. I'm American. New Jersey American. Yeah. Yes. So we are <laughs> we are two American type people who yes. don't necessarily know how to pronounce things properly, and sometimes people point them out to us. And so we had one uh, listener very patiently yes. write us a message explaining that we have been pronoun- mispronouncing the name of. Uh, 
I can't. A core royal. A core royal. The yes. core royal is Princess Eugenie. Eugenie. Yeah. So since her wedding is coming up on October 12th, um, a, a listener commented on my Instagram to say, I'm asking you guys to please learn how to pronounce <laughs> Eugenie properly. Um, so we've been saying Eugenie, which I think is honestly understandable for an American because it's spelled like Eugene. It's e. spelled like Eugene. Um, Eugene is a man's name that's pronounced Eugene. <laughs> so <laughs> I would think that adding IE on the end of it would make it Eugenie. Yeah, no. But no, it's Eugenie. And so um, I Googled that just to to back up this claim from a listener. And indeed, um, not only is that clearly how you pronounce it, but there are stories like on harpersbazaar.com that was like, here's how you pronounce Eugenie. But then you sent me something which was actually a video of the queen saying her name. It's Eugenie. So my entire Discover tab on Instagram now is just Royals fan accounts. Me too. (laughs) Which is terrible because I now follow like 50 of them. But so somebody had posted this great video of uh, Eugenie being put on a horse. Or actually I think it's Beatrice being put on a horse as a kid. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's all the the eldest royal kids sort of playing around near a stable because of course that's how they can relate to their grandma. Mm -hmm. And so uh, it's really sweet. It's they're putting Beatrice on the horse and she goes, look at my red boots because she's like two um, and then and William's helping her on and then Queen Elizabeth goes Eugenie come here <laughs> and so I was like oh well there you go confirmed ultimate confirmation so thank you for pointing it out <laughs> yes. in, in a very nice way which is what we which we is like key. the most um, and, but so apologies to everyone who has been freaking out yes. probably internally because we've not really heard from anyone else about it but yes and fun fact for the rest of you listeners yeah, it's Eugenie it's Eugenie yeah I'm sure we're saying it wrong again, but like we're trying. And as always, if Eugenie is listening and wants to come on and chat about her wedding planning, I'm okay with it. Or how to pronounce her name. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. So Eugenie, we're excited for October 12th. Yes. Bring it on. Yes. But then, okay, let's go back to Meghan and Harry's wedding, which will always live on in our hearts and we will find any reason to talk about it. Obviously. There was a story about their honeymoon and Caitlin really likes this story. So I do. Well, as you guys know, um, I this is the mystery of our time. We will never be satisfied until we have an answer about where they went on their honeymoon. Although Lainey told us last week that her sources say it was Africa. Yes. And I trust everything Lainey says about yes. anything in the world. So yes. somewhere on that continent. I mean, I think just Africa makes a lot of sense for so many reasons. And we do know Harry was in Africa in June because he released photos from that. So I think all signs point to Africa. But as we know, uh, it's a very large continent. It's not just one place. Quite big. It's just not... It's not just one country. Um, but so I really liked this. Um, in the Express uh, this week, there was a story. And the headline at first, I have to say, irritated me. So the headline is this. Royal secret, colon, Meghan and Harry's honeymoon plans, quote, only revealed to William and the Queen. Now, my first thought was like, nah, it's impossible. That's impossible. That's not how anything works. They wouldn't only tell William and the Queen and then just like hop on a commercial airplane and go to Botswana. That's mm-hmm. not how anything works. Obviously, they have to tell more people. They have to tell their staff. They have to tell their security. Um, you know, they have to tell their resort where they're going. They don't just appear and they're like, "Hey," at an Airbnb. <laughs> no. Um, so, but then I read the story, and I have to say, it is really interesting. So they talk about how um, no one knows where they went. Only his brother and the queen were told at first, says a source. Um, the most senior members of the royal household staff still have no idea where they went. They were completely frozen out of all plans and preparations. It was very important to them that they had a private honeymoon, um, which, of course, we know. Um, but they said this was, quote, 
watertight, um, mm-hmm. which is maybe the British way of saying airtight. Mm. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but so it's like, why are they I'm being? Sorry, so- how can water be tight? Well, like a like a boat is watertight, like the windows on a boat where it goes underwater. So it's like waterproof. Waterproof. Not really, because waterproof is like fabric. Like it'll withstand water, whereas watertight means no water is getting in. (laughs) It is like air. It's a complete synonym. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Please don't get mad at me. We just got through Eugenie, and now we've started another kerfuffle. Um, Oh, God. What have I done? (laughs) Yes. But the source says um, it has been one of the most tightly guarded secrets in the palace for years, and it's mainly due to the fact that news of them dating was leaked. So this is interesting to me because it says that, you know, this is even more intense than usual, even more watertight, because the staff, the household staff must have leaked that they were dating. Again, which I think is not entirely fair because he was going back and forth to Toronto all the time. Like there are a lot of people who could have witnessed that and leaked people that news. Suits knew, which I'm not blaming that, but like people knew. And so yeah. like it was bound to get out. Yeah. So I guess, but I, I, I like the palace intrigue, um, so to speak, and quite literally that they're they're distrustful of their staff. Don't you like that their biggest secret is where they went on their honeymoon? Like it's the most like, intense thing in their lives. And it's also like the most wholesome secret you could possibly yeah. have. It's quite sweet. Um, so it makes me feel a little better that why we don't know. Mm-hmm. I just don't. I'm a, I'm a journalist. I need to know. Yes. It's my job to be curious and creepy. So, mm-hmm. but no, we don't know why. And we then, don't know why. And this is... I'm just changing subjects. Yeah, go ahead. We don't need it. We don't need trans- smooth transitions for everything. No, let's just be blunt. So, <laughs> Chelsea Davy, <laughs> we love her. If you've been listening to us for a while or listened to basically any single episode, mm-hmm. you know that we are obsessed with Chelsea Davy. Love. She was Prince Harry's longtime ex girlfriend. They were on and off for years. Um, she has an Instagram that we are obsessed with. It's yes. at Chelsea Davy, but she spells her name differently. It's C H E L S Y. Yes. D A V Y. And Great she, to follow. she's a former lawyer who now has a jewelry line and she's from Africa and just like she socialites for a living. Really? Yeah, she's socialized. But I'm she's, OK with it. She's often on a boat, often on safari. She's all over the place. So I cannot recommend following her enough. We yeah. are obsessed. So please just like do that right now. But so, uh, you know, that's kind of like a it's the summer. The royals are on vacation. So there's not really pressing news out yeah. there right now. So this is pressing to me. Oh, yeah, this is pressing to us, definitely. Yeah. This is the most pressing. This is like, stop the press, 911, <laughs> call your mom. Like, so, but like, so it turns out that Chelsea has like kind of a random connection to Meghan outside of Prince Harry, which kind of makes sense if you think about it because Meghan met Harry through a mutual friend. So yeah. it should be kind of understood that there's some sort of an overlap. Yeah. But so Chelsea's current boyfriend is James Marshall. He used to be married to Electra Weidman, who's a friend of Megan's. Yes. Um, so that's delicious. So basically, Chelsea is dating. Ha- Prince Harry's ex is dating the ex of Meghan Markle's friend. Yeah. It's actually, <laughs> it's like if you didn't like your boyfriend's ex, and then you find out she's also dating your friend's ex. Like, I would just imagine that on Meghan Markle's text chains with her girlfriends, she has little X's. She does little angry emojis when it comes to Chelsea. Yeah, or she's like, why is she obsessed with me? But I can say that Chelsea's amazing, so I assume that it's just because <laughs> it's a small group of friends. But, like, you know, that could be like, ugh, she won't go away. It's hella awkward. So we read about this in Cosmo, which, um, shout out, it, the article was written by my friend Mara. Hi, Mara. Um, Hi, Mara. <laughs> thank <laughs> love, you for writing this. Thank you for writing this. But I clicked through um, to the Daily Mail, which, you know, is it 
is a terrible it's a terrible newspaper um but they have pictures of Chelsea and James here's how here's how we know that Chelsea Davy is dating James Marshall they were photographed wildly making out on the street like pawing at each other in broad daylight mm-hmm. in the spring so i really gotta say um go to cosmo to read the story and support my friend but also the photos are really something well this is why when everyone was saying that chelsea was looking sad at the wedding and you know maybe oh poor Ch- poor chelsea heartbroken chelsea or whatever she's I saw fine. this. yeah i saw those pictures of her making out with her boyfriend i'm like she's okay like she's yeah she is fine and she didn't want to marry prince harry yeah like so she's she's doing fine i'm sure there yeah. were some feelings but i don't think she chose a public event that was viewed by billions of people to be the place where she looks sad yeah i think no. like i mean as someone who is a socialite and comes from a prominent family and dated a prince for years and years i'm sure she's capable of containing her emotions so i think they just saw her sitting yeah. in the crowd for a very, very long time, and that's yeah. what happened. It was inevitable. She would have had to keep her face perfect at all times for that story to have been avoided. Mm-hmm. But I dig this story. And, like, good for you, Chels, dating a hot guy who just happens to be divorced from Electra Weidman, who, of course, is Isabella Rossellini's daughter and Igmar Bergman's granddaughter. Yes. So, really, all the people involved in this story are doing fine for themselves royalty and whatever right they have yeah exactly um but still it's a very fun little story yeah but i guess if you want to get closer to royalty might we suggest uh sprucing up your resume yeah and applying for a job at buckingham palace yes so you know we adore our podcast we are excited to be here with you every week but i will run out of this studio right this second if i found out that my application was accepted to be get this job. So right now, Queen Elizabeth is hiring yay, uh, and includes live-in accommodations at Buckingham Palace. So the job is kitchen porter, <laughs> which I have to say I think means waitress. Um, yeah. Person so, who carries things in a kitchen. So we're reading this People magazine article about it, and it says, I'm just quoting People magazine right now, no experience in the kitchen, no problem. Though general knowledge of food safety and a positive attitude are must-haves, no experience is necessary as training will be provided for the um, $25,000 per year job. Yeah, pretty low, actually. But it is, wages are kind of lower in the UK. But also, I guess, like, if you have um, housing provided. Housing provided, and again, you're a, kind of a glorified waitress in this job. So but 25 like, waiting is pretty good. Queen. Also, you live in a palace. Anyway, the responsibilities, um, working with the kitchen to prepare and serve food to the very highest standards, maintaining the kitchen and the cleanup areas, helping the chefs and their assistants, delivering meals throughout the day. You'll also on occasion assist with food preparation. She's, you could dice up the zucchini or corgets or whatever they call it over there for the queen. Wait, I think the benefits are kind of great. You get free meals, 33 holidays per year, and 15% employer contribution pension scheme. So I love pension scheme as opposed to 401k. Yeah. But that is really 15% 15% match I guess is what they're saying. Yeah, I that's mean I don't pretty decent. Yeah. That's that's I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> it's much well it's much better than anything you're going to get over here. It's basically yeah. that's basically how that works. So here's the here comes the uh, the fine print which is not great. Um unfortunately for stateside royal fans candidates have to be either British citizen or have a work visa in the UK which uh knocks us out. Actually oh, well. no, I could work in the UK. My grandfather was born in Scotland and so my cousin got like some sort of a heritage visa. And when she went to grad school there, so I could technically do it. But 
I have to Probably apply not by the deadline by August 24th and I'm just so busy. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen I have by the so 24th. Much, I have so much Netflix to watch you guys. It's literally the only thing keeping us from keeping you from applying for this job. Yeah, so I guess I'll keep uh, co-hosting this and working at the cut, but otherwise, otherwise sounds pretty cool. Yeah. And again, whoever gets this job if they want to become our mole, we're fine with it. Yeah, and like don't worry, you don't have to say like bad stuff, but I'm sure you'll just see like interesting things. Yeah, we always want to know like what is Princess Charlotte up to? Yeah. Or what like funny words is she saying now? Or like what can we say to the queen to get her to like us? Yeah. Simple things. Yeah. Does she listen to us? Does she watch the crown? Simple. Do we need to be more interested in horses? Would she have been confused by Eugenie if she lived in the United States? Yes. It's spelled Eugenie. <laughs> I'll never be over this topic. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's fun. Do that. Everyone apply. I like that a lot. But then we have some kind of like non-stories about Will and Kate. Yeah. And just, I mean, in everyone's defense, it's just, it's August. August in journalism is awful in general. But then for the royals, they're on vacation in Balmoral pretty much. So there's like not much happening. Like we've we've heard some announcements like Harry and Meghan are going to Hamilton soon. Um, Which I love. They're going to Hamilton next week. <laughs> yeah. So like that's great. But like in general, this is just kind of their off time. So that's why when we say non-stories, it's just like people kind of picking up stuff to like yeah. write about. So I can't, I can't hate on them because we're about to do it ourselves. So royal sleuths are calling Prince William's story about Kate Middleton meeting the queen into question. This is from L.com. So the concept is basically that you know, t- almost, what, seven years ago during their engagement interview on TV, William and Kate talked about the first time she met the queen. You know, the interviewer for BBC asked her what was it like when you first met the queen. And she said, oh, I met um, I met them at what was uh, Peter and Autumn's wedding, Peter Phillips, um, the son of Princess Anne. I met the queen at that wedding. And she kind of described it as like it was low pressure because like it was somebody else's wedding and we just like chatted near the cocktail table, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, so, but then William jumps in and he says, apparently, she was very welcoming about the queen. She knew it was a big day and everything was going on with Peter and Autumn. And she had wanted to meet, she had wanted to meet Kate for a while. So it was a very, it was very nice for her to come over and say hello. We had a little chat and got on really well. Yes. So that was William's description of the event. But then people were like, wait a second. And so someone pointed out that, uh, William wasn't at. Peter and Autumn's wedding in 2008. Yeah, no, he was in Africa for his other ex-girlfriend. I don't know why I said other. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm thinking of Harry. But he, but William was in Africa for his ex-girlfriend, Jekka Craig, or is it Jessa? Jekka. Jekka. I remember because s- it's ridiculous. I'm so afraid now. <laughs> okay. It was Jekka, J-E-C-C-A. So he was at his ex-girlfriend's uh, wedding in Africa that weekend, and yeah. that was like widely reported. And so it was a big deal that Kate went because she was kind of representing him there. Yes. So that's how people knew that they were so serious. So, yeah. like, he was famously not there. But so this is like just, you know, people are pointing out, like, hey, he said this one thing in 2011. So the news story is that someone just realized that in 2011, William was bluffing about 2008. This is where we're at. Yeah. This is where we're at in royal news, you know? Yeah. I get it. I mean, I, I like, we've caught Princess Prince William in a lie. That's awkward. I don't yeah. like it. I don't like living in this universe where Prince William is lying to me about things. But also, like, as someone who has watched the uh, engagement interview multiple, yes. multiple times, and I'm sh- you have as well, um, you could tell Kate was a little bit nervous. And it's been widely reported that she wasn't so comfortable with public speaking. And even Lainey last week said that Kate wasn't as natural at public speaking as yeah. Megan. So 
you can see in that interview that Kate was so happy and excited, but she was a little bit nervous, which yeah. makes sense. I, you know, I speak into my podcast, but as soon as I'm on camera, I don't know what to do with my feet <laughs> or my hands. I don't know why I said my feet. <laughs> That's how awkward you got is you're like, what are my feet doing? I'm just waving my feet around. <laughs> but like, I mean, anyone would feel awkward. So obviously he just kind of stepped in to help her, which I think is very nice, but he didn't really... He probably just did it in an instant and didn't even think about it. Don't even bring up Kate. It's William is the liar. Well, I'm just saying, like, why? He, he lied in support of his nervous We fiance. all lie. I think that makes him a great partner. I feel better about their marriage. Yeah, I hope both of our boyfriends lie for us on a daily basis. I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. <laughs> I'm sure Because they, like, they like us so much. It's a sign of love. Yes. Um, yeah, so that's, like, so that's non-story number one. And then, then non-story number two is that Kate Middleton's engagement ring is controversial because of Princess Diana. This comes from Harper's Bazaar. Um, and so the idea was, it sounds like a kind of a crazy headline. Like, wow, the ring on Kate Middleton's hand that she's obviously still wearing is controversial. And you're like, oh, is that because Princess Diana wouldn't have wanted her to wear it or like some sort of like heaviness that we don't know about? But no, the the story is that in the 80s, when Prince Charles gave her that ring, it was controversial in the 80s because people thought it was trashy. Well, because it was basically like a store From a catalog. Yeah. yeah. And also like wouldn't one argue that it's controversial and that the marriage ended in divorce. But this is all stuff that we knew. This isn't new. No. And again, it's the idea that this ring was controversial in 1981. Yeah. This is the news story. And another I wasn't even alive. I wasn't either. We're so young. <laughs> we're so, we're we have so long to live, hopefully. We're, we're a million Bobby Brown. <laughs> <laughs> we're not alive in 1981. It's crazy. We're going to marry Peter Kavinsky. <laughs> Um, he's oh. from the Netflix movie. <laughs> we are not sponsored by Netflix, by the way. We just really love. He's 22 years old in real life, so it's okay that it's, I am into him. Creepy. It's less creepy. Yeah, so that's the other non-story. And again, I can't hate on them because I yeah. like talking about this stuff. Um, so how about uh, before we adjourn the Royal Pod, some highs and lows? It's time for the Royal Highs and Lows. Okay, so I didn't really think about my high. <laughs> I feel like I'm kind of frozen here. I don't really know what to say. It's like me moving my feet around. <laughs> Um, I guess my high. Oh, oh my God! Duh, my high is the Clooney's hanging oh, out with yeah. the Sussexes. Heck yeah! My high is Chelsea Davy making out with someone on the street with visible tongue. That's just funny. It's funny to me. Yeah. Um, and then my low is finding out that the Royals on E is canceled. So I don't know if you guys watch the show. It's not like a classy show for Anglophiles. Like it's not like <laughs> The Crown. It's just like pure trash on E. It's yeah. scripted, but it's just like trash. But I love it. So like when I say trash, I say it with full love because I yeah. I adore it. It's you know it does have like a love story, but Elizabeth Hurley is the queen, and I don't know. It's like I mean she back. is the queen. I mean she's beautiful and such a badass. She's the queen of my heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the queen of my heart is. Queen Elizabeth, sorry. Fair. Well, okay. Excuse me. Don't just now. Now I feel. I just like her better than you do. <laughs> I feel disrespectful now. But anyway, I just love Liz Hurley. Yeah, and I love I love any show that's like based in the castle. And so it was fun, even though you know it was like silly, fun, not and like just like an hour drama yeah. comedy thing. But it was fun, and now it's canceled. So I'm sad. Yeah, that's fair. I do like any representation. So um. Bring it on. Um, my low is that I can't apply to the queen's job. I can't be a kitchen porter. Because of your New Jersey heritage. Because of my... <laughs> 
Due to being born in New Jersey, I can't work for the Queen on so many levels. That pre- for you. It prevents me on so many levels. From I definitely up. could if I watched less Netflix. <laughs> Actually, a bonus high is that we have no Thomas Markle update this week. Thank God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> One week of reprieve. So that freaking guy. We, I'm very happy about that. Remember to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Um, a quick excerpt from a real review that we just got. Um, the the user is Kim's Veal Place, which that alone makes it worthy of quotation. Um, she said, "It's I really like this podcast. It's like being with friends, um, but they're vocal fry. <laughs> yeah, that I, we have vocal fry. I'm sorry if we have vocal fry or upspeak. We're just chatting. I'm trying to drink as much vodka soda as possible to remove my vocal fry. Yeah, but Kim's Veal Place. We loved the positive things you said. And we love your username of Kim's Veal Place. Do you serve veal? I don't like veal, actually. I'm against veal. <laughs> I have no feelings on no, veal. No, to be honest, I am, like, ethically. Okay. All right. Noted. Jeez. Noted. <laughs> Fine. Okay. So leave more reviews like that. We love them. Except Minus for the vocal the fry. Minus the mean part. Minus the mean part. We love hearing from you guys. Twitter... Instagram, Instagram, anything. And so we want to, yeah, like we want to incorporate you more onto the show. So please like reach out to us any of those ways. And that would be amazing. Yeah, we'd love that. Uh, Follow the show on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast or join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. You can follow me, Caitlin, at HeyKMenz, H-E-Y-K-M-E-N-Z on Twitter and Instagram and read my writing at CaitlinMenza.com. You can follow me, Lisa, at Lisa Raya on Twitter and then you can read my writing at the cut. And until next week, God save the pod. Was I too negative? (laughs) Can that be what airs after we say (laughs) God save the pod? Her Majesties of Royally Obsessed have retired for this episode. God save the pod. And if you fancy the podcast, give Royally Obsessed the royal rating of five stars on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. Royally Obsessed is a gallery podcast production.